was a parking lot reserved for municipal employees. Judges and assistant district attorneys parked in a secured lot under the building. Across 161st Street, a vacant lot leveled by the winter's dead weeds encompassed an entire city block. On its corner sat the wreckage of an abandoned diner. Its metallic shine lost to decades of urban blight and indifference. Its interior only partly visible through twisted metal net shutters. Inside the courthouse, a cold, hard floor led to a short set of descending stairs. Straight ahead were two standard department store escalators, the up and down just a handshake away in the center of a coal-colored marble floor. I squeezed past 50 or 60 people gathered outside the locked courtroom doors of AR1 and hurried into the clerk's office. Mine was a familiar face, and no one questioned my passage. After stepping through a maze of desks, filing cabinets, and court personnel, I pushed through the back door and entered the rear left corner of the courtroom. Three legal aid attorneys were assigned to each arraignment session. Day sessions ran from 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. The evening shift began at 6 p.m. and usually lasted until 1 in the morning. All those arrested and charged with crimes committed in Bronx County, including those charged with felonies yet to be indicted by a grand jury, appeared in front of a judge for the first time at their arraignment in the Bronx Criminal Court. Eddie, the steadfast legal aid clerk, was seated up front, facing the judge's bench, stapling complaints, arrest records, and pretrial services bail evaluations to file folders. In his early 30s, Eddie Lopez easily wore 20 more pounds than his 5-foot-10-inch build comfortably allowed. With a neatly cropped beard and mustache, his bushy black hair dangled over his forehead, but not low enough to cover his eyes, which were fixed on his hands as they pieced together the court papers. Eddie looked up from behind a file folder as I approached. Eddie, what's that stink? One of the defendants must have thrown up in detention. The court officer went to get some ammonia. You're sure it's not you? Your mama's spicy cooking, maybe? He smirked. I haven't been eating my mother's cooking for years, but you're going to want to run home to yours after you see what's in the basket. The arraignment basket held the finished case files ready for attorney review prior to entering detention, where criminal defendants waited in jail cells to meet their lawyers. What makes you think I'm going to take it? Don't you take all the sicko sex cases? My voice rose a few octaves. No, I don't. But maybe if another legal aid lawyer would pick even just one up, I wouldn't have to. And one of us might actually get a defendant who's innocent. Eddie winced. I picked up the file that he had referred to earlier, looked at the complaint, then the defendant's arrest record. See? Here's a guy 24 years old, charged with kidnapping and molesting three boys. Never been arrested before in his life. Doesn't it make you wonder when suddenly at the age of 24, a man decides to molest three boys? On the middle of Eddie's desk, I spotted the blaring cover of the New York Post. School aid fingered for sex attack on three kids. I tucked the file under my arm and headed for the holding cells.